Thanks, everyone. You may be seated. Okay. Now, can I, I, want, I need a bit of interaction this morning. So what I'm going to do is ask you to say a word. And it's, let's not get all selfish right now, okay? We can't get selfish. This, this will have a point, I promise. But I'm going to call on you at some stage in the message to say this word, okay? Okay, so when I count to three, I need everyone to say me. Okay, don't say Luke. Say me. Actually say the word me. Okay, so it's got to work, okay? Everyone's got to say me on the count of three. One, two, three. Okay, I'll just do it one more time. I want it a little bit louder. One, two, three. Love it. This is great. This is great. You can, you can try saying it a bit more like. Do you know what I mean? Not so. Hey! Try and say it a bit more like. Me. Okay, you ready? One, two, three. Yeah, that'll do. It's tough. Thanks, Andrew. Do you reckon this is the best message I've ever done? Thanks. Okay. I'm going to read a passage of scripture right now, and it's one that I just haven't preached off in a long time. And I remember preaching off it back in youth, and it's such a quality scripture. I love it. John 3:16 and 17 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Wow. Okay, so my message today is God the mind blower. Okay? Mind blower. God the mind blower. Um, Now, God has been doing this for many a millennia, blowing minds, constantly blowing minds, just completely, people are just going, I can't even understand that, what just happened, I got no, I just, whoa, and God is blowing our minds, um, and I'm sure everyone here, almost everyone, would have had at some stage in their life, a time where God has blown their minds. And um, a a, a thought that comes to my mind, it might not be mind-blowing to some, but it's pretty mind-blowing to me. Um, One time, me and Andrew Andrew and I, I've got to get my grammar right, um, Andrew and I were on a journey, and we journeyed from here, from the Central Coast to the Gold Coast, and we decided we would take a month to surf our way up to the Gold Coast. It was great, okay? We hit the road and we just, it was so good, wasn't it, Andrew? Heaps of funny memories. Um, But this is the most mind-blowing thing of it all. We did not, due to any of our own power, we did not pay a single cent for accommodation for a month. A month. Think about it. That's a long time. I'd love to not pay accommodation for a month right now. That's great. Um, 
and just everything came into play. It was clear that God's hand was on us on that journey, wasn't it, Andrew? And um, we, like people just open up their houses and get us to stay. Um, we stayed in um, a we stayed in two resorts. <laughs> Like, people literally came up to us and said, we need you to stay in our room. We're not going to be here for the next three days. Can you, like, if you could do us a favor, could you stay in our resort? We need someone to be here. And Andrew and I would go, oh, what do you think? You know, like, we'd go around and go, yeah, should we? Yeah, okay, we'll do it. We'll do it for you, but only as a, you know, as a favor. And um, I actually remember, this is, no, I don't know yeah, no, it was great. Good, 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 good times. <laughs> um, <laughs> so there's this God um, quite a few millennia ago. And he decides, I'm going to create the universe. It's a pretty good thought. Um, I don't think I've ever had a thought that that big before. But he thought, you know what? I'm going to create a universe and I'm going to create a world and I'm going to create people and trees and rocks. And um, I don't know about you, but that's pretty mind-blowing. Um, so he's, he's there and he's thinking, you know what? I think I'm going to make land. Why not? No one's ever seen land before. There isn't even anyone to see land. I might make land. So he's making land. He goes, oh, I might make stars. I might make water. I might make the sun and the moon. I might make trees. How good is a tree? Yeah, I'll make a tree. People will like trees. People aren't even around yet. And he's, he's making trees. And, and you think about it. And he's making animals. And, and, I, and I think, how did he do that? That's got to be a seriously powerful and an amazing God. And it's just incredible. And how did he do it? He just said, okay, it wasn't like he was going, make a tree. And make a tree. He just said, trees, please. Probably didn't even say please when trees. And they just went, and trees appeared. Do you think he broke a sweat? I don't think he did break any sweat creating. When you think about God as the most powerful being ever, you go, well, that probably wasn't that hard for you. You've just spoken and it appeared. And I just go, that is seriously mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. Um, so there's this old couple well on in years really old like so old no no older than anyone in this room I promise <laughs> by at least a few days no no but seriously by at least 20 years I promise I promise and they're okay so they didn't have children and they wanted children. And God came to them and said, you know what? You're going to have a son. 
Okay, so I imagine being really, really, really old and I think about that. God's asking me to have a son and I go, God, I really don't know if you are right on this. Like, how's the audience? Pretty good. Um, I don't know if we can really do that anymore. Like, I don't know if we can have a son. I just don't know if we can actually physically do this. I don't know if eggs are coming out anymore. I don't know if the boys are working anymore. I don't know. I'm so old. (laughs) I am so old. I don't know if this is going to work. Then, all of a sudden, there's a son. And I think, that is mind-blowing. I don't even know, like, that that is amazing. That's going against everything science says. It's going against what the doctors of the time would have said. It's, that's impossible. But somehow, it happened. Now, in the future, I would love to have a German shepherd. And you might be saying, what is he doing here? And Andrew, can you please tell me what I would like to call that dog? Um, Shadrach. It's true. I would love to have a German Shepherd called Shadrach. I think it's great. Who knows of a bloke called Shadrach? Yeah, he had two mates, Meshach and Abednego. And um, these guys were legends. Great guys. It's probably a lot like um, Andrew, Garth and I. And... um, (laughs) And... um, there was a fourth guy that met them, and he was probably a lot like Scott. But um, um, anyway, there was this king, and if you say his name backwards, it says Resident Cuban. So you can work that out if you don't know his name um, later. And um, he he didn't like these guys because they weren't complying with the laws that he created and he was getting pretty ticked off so ticked off that he thought what do you do with these annoying people I know let's set them on fire (laughs) because it's a good idea at the time if you don't do what I do you know what (laughs) I'm not even going to bother trying anymore I'm just going to incinerate you (laughs) so thank God it doesn't happen in Australia does it I hope it doesn't happen anywhere in the world. But anyway, um, so Rosinda Cuban goes, look, guys, can you get this thing hot? I want these guys to burn. Do you understand? I want to kill these guys and I want to burn them. And so they start making this, like, I don't even know where it was. Like, it might have been, (laughs) where do you keep any, (laughs) any zero? I don't know. But it was massive, big enough for men to be able to walk around inside. So that's a big place. And it is hot. There's a lot of fire and heat in there, okay? Like it is really, really hot. 
then Resident Cuban gets his guards to throw these guys into the fight. Everything I've told you so far is... It has actually taken place in the history of this very earth. The very air that we are breathing right now was being breathed by these three people years ago. Okay, so this is real. So, this very air was fueling that flame. And, um, (laughs) crazy. So there's this flame. There's these three guys and there's these guards throwing the guys in. Now, this flame was so hot that the guys, like, they're going, gosh, this is hot. Get in there. I mean, you can imagine the three guys, like, I don't really want to get in there. So they would have had to have thrown them in there. So they're getting close going, damn, this is hot. Ah, ah. And they didn't have all, like, the cool fire suits, and they're going, ah, ah. And they get close enough to throw them in, but they got so close that they even, the guys that threw them in died. That's how hot it was. Imagine when we have our youth bonfire, right? We're nowhere near the flame, and Andrew says, can you cook me a hot dog? And you go to cook the hot dog. You're not even there, and you burn to death. That's how hot it was. That's very hot, Andrew. When we're on that trip up the coast, I witnessed Andrew actually get a little bit burnt. We were having a campfire, and we thought it'd be great to have a marshmallow. And... um. We toasted some marshmallows, and they were good. Until Andrew always burns his marshmallow. He's got no idea about the skill and art of how to do a good marshmallow. But he likes it like that, so that's okay. Whatever floats your boat. And when he had it in the fire, he pulled it out, and he's just looking at it going, oh, yeah, this is going to be good. Drip on fire, by the way drips down onto his leg and instead of like rubbing it off or anything, he's just going ah ah and there's this smoldering bubbling marshmallow just it's bad wasn't it we actually saw dolphins swim up the river that night it was an amazing place I'd stay there again same and so this is how hot it was so then all of a sudden Resonant Cuban gets wind of three dudes still alive in his fire. So the guys that threw it in, they died because it was too hot. So they go, he goes down and he's like, what is this? Those three guys, Shadrach, great name for a German shepherd, Meshach and Abednego are all in this fire and they're walking around. Can you imagine, like, I don't know, like, I can imagine... Babylonian swear words were getting flung everywhere. Like, what is going on? These guys are alive. This is, can't be. And there's another dude in there that, like, what does he live in the fire? I don't know. He just came out of nowhere and he's in the fire. He's a lot like Scott. And they're just going, what the heck? Mind-blowing stuff. Mind-blowing. God wants to do mind-blowing things in all of our lives if we let him. And you might say, Luke, all these things are all good and well, and these miracles were just amazing, but 
they were for people a long time ago and they were for special people like would God ever do something special like that for me like would he rescue me from flames so now I'll move on to another story there's this nation a whole nation and they're in a really 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 sandy place like there's a lot of sand and there's a lot of whips and stuff getting cracked on their backs and they're in bondage and slavery this entire nation filled with normal average people and they're doing the slave work of the ruler of that land and life's tough um, seeing friends and family die seeing just it's it, they're in a real bad way then God says you know what I'm going to save every single one of these people they're my people I want them out here I don't want that anymore enough is enough I'm going to save my people so he gets a great guy to lead him out It's a miracle that they got out. But then they come to the edge of this mass of water. Just a mass of water. And they're thinking, how the heck are we going to do this? We are now trapped. The army's coming. They wanna, <laughs> they'd be pretty ticked off. They just lost, lost their workforce. And they, they like, and people, some heads would roll. So they're peaking right now. They're thinking, great, we've blown this. Then, all of a sudden, the guy that's leading them out goes to the water. And I don't know if you've ever really thought about this, but this is mind-blowing. The water opened up gave them a clear path where they walked on dry ground and they walked through now I love the movie Prince of Egypt because that does a good job and but I still don't think it would be as awesome as, as, as what it would have been like imagine it and as they're walking through they're like Whoa, and they're seeing fish, and they're just going, What is this? This is incredible. This is mind blowing. And they get to the other side, and they're like, oh, This is incredible. How? Why do you think God had done all these miracles so far? I thought about it and I, I came to the conclusion it's because he loves us and he loves his people. So, now, do you think these miracles were hard for God? Do you think it would have been a struggle for God 
to create the earth when when he did it just by simply speaking it into being don't get me wrong miracles are amazing to us they are just mind-blowing yet to god i was thinking about it and if you're omnipotent not that big of a deal not that big of a deal and I cannot imagine him in any way, shape or form when he's creating that he's like going, get the stuff all there. And when Abraham and Sarah have a child that he's going, you get that there and get that done. And that's right. I don't imagine um, him being at the fire and going, <laughs> trying to cool them down. I don't, remember, I don't think of him as, as struggling in any way, shape or form in performing these miracles. Hmm. Do you think it cost him anything to do that? It didn't cost him anything. It didn't cost him anything at all. He's omnipotent, for goodness sake. Bam, done. Bam, done. It cost him nothing. Hmm. Now, who wants to know? Okay, well, I've said some amazing, mind-blowing things. Who wants to know the most mind-blowing and most miraculous thing that's ever happened on earth? Yes, Luke, yes, Luke. Okay, I'll tell you. I'm going to tell you. So get ready. How am I going to do this? Let me think. Let me paint let me paint a picture, okay? So No. Um there's this world, right? Just pretend I'm still painting. There's this world. And there's a lot of people in it. And there's um this thing called sin and it's just um, I've got to change brushes for this I don't know why I'm doing this I'm not really this artistic I'm out there at the moment so I pick up this other brush it's pretty big and there's this thing called sin and it's just covering the earth like a thick disgusting fog and and it's just strangling it's, it's choking out the goodness of the world and it's just terrible. Um, so God needs to do another mind-blowing miracle because we're going down, just like just like uh, the nation of Israel when they're in Egypt. They were going down. If they stayed there, who knows? They could have been wiped out. Who knows? They could have been erased from history. We wouldn't have even known about the Israelites. Who knows? If God didn't pull through. So now the world, it's, it, it started off with being maybe just three guys, Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, needing God's help real bad. They needed him to save them. Then, it, then I spoke about a story where a nation filled with ordinary people like you and me 
were in desperate need and desperate help. So then now there's this world just, it's going nowhere fast. A lot of bad stuff is going down and there's no hope. So God needs to perform another miracle, another mind-blowing act. So he sends Jesus. Now there's something a little bit more mind-blowing about this. As I was preparing this message, I just couldn't help but but realize the the weight of this miracle compared to the others. And I thought to myself, God could have easily fixed this situation, you know. He created the whole earth, did all these miracles simply be simply by just saying be done. And I started to think, well, God, you could have, you know, said, sin, cease, be no more. And the earth could have been fixed. Could have done that. Would have, wouldn't have been anything to him. Just do it. Be done and be dealt with. But instead, he chooses to put on full display and he chooses to come to earth denying everything he chooses to you know the, the miracles that he done before cost nothing he chooses to pay the ultimate price to perform this miracle that has changed the earth he chose to give his all he chose to just die on a cross that was his that's how much that he loved us and that's how much he wanted us to know he could have easily gotten rid of that sin, yet he chose to go through the worst ever life to give us what we have. It's something that boggles the mind to think that, you know, he chose to, to show the earth, you know what, you mean this much to me. You mean so much. I'm going to show you how much I love you. Out of all the miracles, in this miracle, when we needed him the most, he decided to give it all and perform the most amazing miracle that we could ever, ever witness. And you know what? That blows my mind. You think about it. Think about it. It blows my mind. And you and you and you think about the stuff that he's done right from the start of this message, right? He created the earth. He placed Adam and Eve in it. He did a... He, it, just as a gift to Adam and Eve, here's the earth. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, I'll save you from the flames because I love you. The nation of Israel, you know what? This is, I'm doing this act. He did this act for them. 
He separated that sea for them. Now, who do you think that he did this last, not the last, but the most powerful, mind-blowing act in the world for? Who do you think? He d- okay, you ready? One, two, three. Who did he choose to put every, like he gave everything it cost him the everything he couldn't give any more he literally poured himself out literally bled dry poured his everything out for who one two three it's mind-blowing it's absolutely mind-blowing. And this year, as we go forth and as we choose to, to, to build this church, you know, a lot of people have goals. This year, the church has goals. And I, I just bless you in achieving your goals this year. And there might be people out there that want to see God do a, they need God to do a mind-blowing thing and sometimes we can think you know what this is too hard this is too hard no it's not nothing is too hard for God he get, he's already done the hardest thing ever and he did it and passed it with flying colors and saved the world do you think that your little miracle is too hard for God no it's not it's not too hard. This church getting to its goals, it's not impossible. Your, you guys reaching your goals is not impossible. God created the earth just by saying, be there. Now, if you're in this house and, you, and, you've, and you've heard this message and you think, you know what? I think I might like to know this God who who died for me I want to know I want to know then there'll be a chance for you to come out the front in literally just a few seconds now for you to come and give your heart to Christ right now because Jesus do you know why he did it do you know why he did it it's because he loves you he died on the cross for every single one here when he did his greatest miracle when he did the most mind-blowing thing who did he have in mind one two three mind-blowing